This is a Variety Sports Network production. Now to your host. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, I got a little bit of a teenage th- uh, voice crack right there. I got so excited. Ooh. 12-year-old like boy. I feel like a little girl on Christmas Day. Uh, I am your uh, – I'm sorry. I got all excited about the whole thing. I can't even think right now. My name is Logan Stone, and I am your host of the seventh inning. Ah, oh, yes, that's so nice and luscious and everything. Uh, I, that is my co-host, Josh. Josh, how are you doing? Do you feel good? Feel I am great. feeling super good, man. It's America's weekend. I'm ready to rock and roll, have a barbecue, throw back some brews, watch some fireworks, maybe do yeah. some other very American things, and, of course – talk about and watch some baseball baby yeah yeah we uh we had kind of an eventful week last week i was i was struggling and then i was like oh hey there's about there's a little freddie freeman thing oh that's interesting oh oh okay yeah so we'll get into the freddie freeman there's a actually other news in the world of baseball but uh yeah i mean we have a new logo that just dropped today i'm wearing a tight shirt I feel good about it. I feel fine. Like the ladies don't. My, my my muscles feel good. My chest hairs. I mean, it looks. Stop. I mean, my chest. Crap. My chest looks big today. Um, it or hairy. I look like a man. Oh, Anyways, looks like looks so, like looks like I look like a man. Yes. Um. It, anyways, um. Before we get into the news and the big news stories. Josh has something to talk to you people about. Well, if you all missed it, when the big news came out this morning, dropped about 8 a.m. Central Time, we have gone through a rebrand. We want to thank everybody who supported us, who's followed us um, from when the show first started back in 2020 to where we are now. Um, If you didn't catch the story, you know, this whole thing started out as just a group of guys to talk about fantasy football and other sports. And then as it grew, he branded our CEO, picked up a couple other buddies. They started doing a little bit more podcasting. Um, and then this year rolled around and they picked up Logan. They picked up myself. And then we brought in a few other people, another Brandon, and then more people came. And all of a sudden we've got this big network of people talking about all different kinds of sports and in all different cities because we are literally coast to coast now we are even international um so we felt like it we we felt like and then obviously our ceo felt like that it was time for a rebrand so so long and thank you for the variety sports podcast but we are now the variety sports network um we're going to bring you guys a lot more content besides just podcasts we're going to be doing a lot of um live reactions to sporting events going on. We're going to do, like Logan and I have talked about, we're doing a live broadcast during the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. So we want everybody, if you can, get on, check us out live, shoot us a message. We'll talk back and forth with you, answer your questions. This is going to be going on for football, um, especially coming up with um, training camp and everything going on. We're hoping we can do a little bit of this during the NHL draft. But we are super excited for the rebrand. We are now the Variety Sports Network, coast to coast, across the pond. Heck, we even have followers out in Japan now, I found out today. So we just want to thank everybody for all your support, helping us get to where we're at now. Um, I know on a personal note, this is probably the closest thing I'll ever get to fulfilling one of my dreams. 
Um, I know Logan's having a blast with it. I'm having a blast. So just we appreciate your guys' help watching us, giving us views, giving us shares, telling your friends and family about us. Uh, we can't thank you enough, and we hope you're with us as the Variety Sports Network grows, gets bigger, gets stronger, and becomes a greater force to be reckoned with in the uh, independent sports networking atmosphere. So, uh, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys, and, and we hope you stick with us and watch us grow and develop and get better and better as time goes on. Yeah. I, I'm just now looking at the uh, the uh, description that they made. Did you make it or did uh, Brandon make it? I had nothing to do with it. Okay. Can't give. Lies, I can't take any of the credit. Lies, deceit, and the Freddie Freeman oh, story. That, no, that okay. The description of the episode that was me. Thank yeah. you. Oh, did okay. you like that? I did like that. That's pretty funny. I like that. Um. Anyways, uh. Oh look, Brandon finally is on. Um. Back when we need him. Anyways, uh, so before we get into the news, I do have three things I do want to talk about. First is, so I predicted that the Astros were going to be terrible this year. Okay, they're not terrible. I predicted the White Sox were going to be uh, doing okay. I didn't think they were going to be great. I kind of called that they were going to have a downfall. Um. So I, I'll take that. And then the uh, I said the Tigers were going to be great. I said the Mariners were going to be great. Yeah, we were both um, the Mariners. I was talking great. I was talking a lot about the. Uh, I was talking a lot about the uh, Yankees and how well they're doing last week, and they get no hit the next day. I was talking about how great uh, Ryan Helsley was for the Cardinals on the Cardinals Chronicles, going like live during the game, and he the next I swear it felt like the next pitch he gives up a two run home run to uh, uh, for the Cardinals to lose. So I want to make a declaration. My declaration is this: I am done doing predictions for the entire season. I'm done. I'm done. You can't be done. That's part of the thing. I'm done. I'm done doing it. And but before I quit officially, I officially retire. I do want to make one more prediction. The Cardinals will not win the World Series in 2022. Take it to the prediction. <laughs> take it to the bank. They are going to suck the rest of the season. They're gonna go 0 and 89 or however more that they need to go, and they're gonna suck it up and the Cardinals are just done. They're done. I don't even want to. They're not even going to be a part of October. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm done with them. They're. Uh, they're gonna sock it up. They're not even gonna sniff a World Series. They're not even gonna win it. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's a. That's a hot take right there, baby. Well, you know what? Since my predictions have gone so poorly. I figured I might as well just burn the entire dumpster. Um, <laughs> you want to burn the dumpster? I like it. that's a new phrase. We're gonna put that T-shirt. Burn the entire dumpster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then my next one is the Yankees uh, and Astros. Uh, they may be the best rivalry in sports right now. I right now, I think it is. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Don't even say Cubs and Cardinals, please. Hold on, just stop. Will you let me explain first? 
Can you can you phrase that better? Because I don't think they're the best rivalry. I think they're I think they're a rivalry now. Okay, well, if they're a rivalry, I don't think they're the best rivalry. Who's I the think best rivalry? Don't say it. I can I can say three. Who? I would say Yankees, Red Sox. Red Sox. Okay, yeah. But that's been kind I, of dead for the last couple of years. But still, it's it's still. I, a big I know rivalry. it's. I, I know it's still a big rivalry. But this is why I asked you to rephrase. I know. I know it's still a big. I don't rivalry, think big rivalries change because I think Cardinals Cubs is still a bigger rivalry than Yankees than yeah, Yankees Astros. The Cardinals and Cubs thing has been kind of. It's died <laughs> down since baseball's gotten civilized. Okay, fine. Then have you seen a fight between the Yankees and the Astros yet? No, but I'm, I'm oh, right, talking right. about like I'm talking about like talk like they've been at each other's throats. It, it's kind of, I kind of look at it the same way as the Cardinals and Astros back in the two thousands. Okay, so that's just a better phrasing I was looking yeah. for. Okay, well I I like this rivalry better than I like the uh, Cubs and Cardinals and at or Yankees and Red Sox. Um. But like I think I think it's just so much fun watching those series. I, I watched I think I watched all three games and no, it was four games and so I only watched three of them. But it was still a really good series. Um even though the Yankees got no hit, which I know pisses them off. Um, do you have anything to say about it before we move on to the next one? I want you to keep making predictions and here's why. You're gonna be our version of Mike Greenberg. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. KOD, baby. I, I Greenberg KOD'd <laughs> everybody on Mike and Mike. You're going to be our Mike Greenberg. I'll be happy to be Golic because he was funnier, better looking, and better at doing sports. And <laughs> Hold on. Did you not like – you don't agree with me? Do you think uh, Greeny was better than Golic? No, I just don't agree that you're better looking. And okay. No, you're you, no sports better than me. Twitter poll. I think sports in general, I bet I know better than you. Okay, well, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, because you would know hockey more than me. And I think football. I would have you on basketball. I think You'd have I me on have... basketball. You'd have me on basketball. I think I... I'd on football. I think I can hold my own on football. I'm not saying you can't hold your own. I'm just saying I, I think I'd, I think I'd clock you in football, college or pro. Oh, college, yeah, I don't do college. The only college game I can think of is, uh, what was it, uh, Stanford versus – Texas University or whatever it was. Was it – is that the big game, the big where Vince Young had the comeback and – or was it Colt McCoy or something? And It was Vince Young and I don't think it was Stanford. I think it was USC. But now you're I, talking history, and I'm not good with history. See, I, I can do history. But, yeah, I, I – See, this I was, is why we make a good I, team. Yeah, I – I don't follow football anymore because football sucks. Oh and my gosh! That's a rant for another day. Maybe I'll go on. Maybe I'll jump on to just talking sports or whatever the best of the best or one of those shows. And I'll round table, round table, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll discuss why I hate football so much. Well, let's get back to baseball. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, baseball because yeah, we have a big story and I'm going on rants. Anyways, uh, okay, one last one. So I was thinking about this trade and I was like it just came to me in a dream and I thought this is interesting and I think now I'm I'm not saying I would have liked this trade in particular but I think I like the idea of the trade so um and I'll I'll explain it in a second Tommy Edmond 
for Xander Bogarts. Straight up. Straight up. Maybe maybe uh, Red Sox throw in a reliever. And I'm not even saying – I'm not saying Tommy Edmond. I'm saying uh, shortstop with more time uh, or a player with time left on his contract for Xander Bogarts. I think – I think the uh, Red Sox would go for a deal like that. I think they'd want more. You think they would want more? I mean, if we were just giving up Tommy Edmond, yeah, I think we'd have to give up more to get Xander Bogarts. Why? And I don't think they'd do the trade straight up, and I don't definitely don't think they'd throw in an extra piece. Um, I would love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, you finally hit on a trade point that I would actually agree with you on and getting rid of Tommy Edmond. <sighs> yeah, you did. You finally hit something I might agree on giving up Tommy see, This is why I think the Red Sox will go for it is because you are getting rid of the contract that uh, – you're getting rid of Bogarts's contract. Um, and then you are also – you're getting a guy for, what, three, four years now? Maybe three. Who, Bogarts? And, no, uh, Edmund. Oh, yeah, Boston, yeah. Yeah, Boston. see, I think Boston would jump on that trade. And he's a he's a great fielder. He's a good switch hitter. Um, He may not – see, that. that's the only thing I would say is I don't know if Edmund would do well in Fenway because he's not a power, but power guy. Yeah, but he's fast enough that he'd be a contact hitter. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they would like that. I guess they would like that. They like small ball over there. But anyways, um, but I think I think if uh, like I don't, Tommy Edmond is the only player I could think of. Um, but I, I think I think Boston would jump on a trade like that uh, for a second baseman or first baseman even. Um, anyways, but we'll get into more of that on what is it. Not next week's, but the week after's episode where we predict the trades. trades. Um, so we are doing a little bit more predicting. But anyways, oh cool, I got followed by someone. Anyways, um, moron, not you, you idiot. Shit, it was okay. <laughs> anyways, I guess okay. I didn't realize we weren't following each other on Twitter, and I was like, oh, follow. Oops. Anyways, let's get into the news. Um, we'll start off a little lighthearted. Uh, the Padres have come out with their new City Connect jerseys. Uh, I saw a trailer for it, and to- uh, Tony Hawk was in it. I was like, the hell, dude? Come on, man. But he looks awesome in it. So um, what do you think of the City Connect jerseys? Hold on. So I only got to see one picture, and I had no idea you were going to bring this up, so I'm pulling up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pulling up a pick real quick. No, you're good, man. I thought I sent them to you. Anyways, um, yeah, the City Connect jerseys, I was like, I was a little confused whenever I saw it at first because I never, it looked more like a Miami Marlins jersey than a uh, San Diego jersey. But apparently they, they're they really good at street tacos and stuff. Hell yeah, man. San Diego's got some of the best food culture in America, one. Uh, yeah, that's what they were saying. Latino, yeah. And I think they look awesome. They Yeah, I really do like them. I, just, I mean, I love the bright fluorescent colors. The hat is loud as yeah. I, anything I, I, you could put in front of that, behind that word. I, I, I really dig like it, man. It. I think it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I just, I like, 
it looked more like a Miami feel to it. To me, I can see where you're saying that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but definitely cool. Definitely a cool yeah. jersey. One of the better ones that come out. Yeah, I like that one. I would act. I, I I'm considering buying it. But anyways, um, who would you have on it? Machado. Machado. Mostly because he's the one of the only predictions that have. Like I was like, oh, you guys have all forgotten about Manny Machado, and now that Fernando Tatis Jr. is down, you guys are gonna love him. He's gonna he's gonna just revitalize his career, and everyone was like, oh yeah. Anyways, good job, Manny Machado. Okay, now moving on to the next one. Uh, Hector Gomez said, uh, "What was this? This was on. Oh, this was yesterday, so Thursday." Um, source uh, talks are intensifying intensifying between the Nationals and Juan Soto, Juan Soto regarding a second offer from the team to the star for a 13-year, $425 million extension, which will increase the initial initial $350 million offer by $75 million. Um, and then it was later reported that uh, Juan Soto turned down the Nationals' second mega offer, exceeding $350 million. So... What does that say to you? Um, I kind of expected that him to turn down a four twenty five mil, uh, million offer. Um, I think he's. I mean, I think he's he's able to get more. Most definitely, probably about five hundred million. Especially because he's so young. He's what twenty two now, maybe twenty three. Twenty three years old, thirteen years. 13 years or yeah, 13 years is what uh, 36 when he's going to be done. That's, I mean, that's perfect. Um, Josh is going to about to, or he's about to have an aneurysm because we're getting robot umps. And now he's hearing about contracts going to uh, $500 million. So Josh, what do you think? Okay, so hold on. The robot umps, I was going to save that for another day, but since you brought it up, we're going to no, do it tonight. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But we're going to talk about Juan Soto first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was just running your numbers on 13 years and $500 million. That is $38.46 million a year. Um, I think the contract would be fine for the first 8 to 10 years, but with the position he plays, DH. there's going to be det- – let me finish. With the position he plays, there could be injuries that arise. There could be a lot of wear and tear on that body. So the last three to four or five years of that contract at $38 million a year, if they need to dump it, it's going to be awfully tough to dump for a DH at nearly $40 million a year. If they're smart, here's what you do. You go 10 years, $350 million. 10 years, 350 Okay. So then he gets $35 million a year okay. until he's 33 years old. With club options? With club options and player options. Okay. Because that gets you in the money he wants, where he can still, at 33, he can go get another contract in his career. It's still probably 20 to $25 million a year, and he can go play somewhere else. Now, who says he wants to be with the Washington Nationals that long? I mean, a player of his talent and his caliber, he's already got a World Series. He's already been to the pinnacle of greatness. The team doesn't look like they're doing anything right now. If you spend that kind of money on him for that long, 
how long is it going to take them to accrue enough money and enough good players to make another deep run and go get another World Series? The question about this, does Juan Soto care more about money or does he care more about legacy and rings? I think I don't know that. I think it's a little bit of all three of those. I think he kind of wants to win another one. I think he definitely wants the money. And I think he also wants to also or compete at least. I don't think he I think he wants to be he doesn't want to be a part of the worst team in the league year in and year out. That's that's hard on you as a player, that's hard on you on a, as a person. That's it's it's got to be infuriating. I mean just play 9 innings and then you ha- and like I think it just degrades you as a not degrades you but um Mentally, it's got to be taxing. Yeah, yeah, it's got to. It, yeah, mentally, I, you're like, oh, I got to play three and a half hours, and yeah, I, just, I think it would just be annoying. Um, so I don't think he. I think he thinks that the Nationals are not the team to accept that offer from, and I think he's stupid. He would be stupid to have accepted that offer. Um, he. I think he's going to test the waters in free agency. Uh, I believe it's next year next season yep. um, or push and, for a trade. And, and if he, he has a team like the Dodgers, the Cardinals, even the Yankees. Oh my gosh. Think about how he would mash at Yankee stadium. I'd have to stop watching oh my baseball. Gosh. I just, Oh my gosh. Sick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just think you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, I got I'm getting a little red right now. Anyways, um I mean, good lord. But I think he if he a competitor, I mean, even the Mets. The Mets have been on the Aaron Judge train for the last couple of years. And now or two years, I guess. Now what if they say, Hey, we want this Juan Soto guy because Aaron Judge is going to the Texas Rangers. The more I hear about the Aaron Judge going to the Rangers, I'm like, that's already done. It's, that was a good prediction, wasn't it? I, I That's all I can think of. I'm like, it just makes sense for the Rangers. Um, They need to hire Josh as a GM. Hey, can I interrupt you for one minute? Yeah, you can interrupt me. I want to give a little shout-out. Okay. Who are we shouting Mom. out? Mom. Huh, Mom. Mom's, mom's watching Mom is watching? Oh, my yeah. gosh. So watch your mouth. I, I've been trying to. You've done good uh, so far for the most part. Get with you two. I know. I asked her what it means. <laughs> oh, it's Rhonda. Oh, hi, Rhonda. Rhonda, I I felt I was going to address you the other day on Cardinals Chronicles because Josh was telling me what you said about me. And listen, bad Logan. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be nice here. I try to do the parental uh, controls on my mouth, but sometimes the filter, listen, I get a little too drunk. Sometimes I take a couple of these and a couple of Valium and Vicodin and you know, I mix cool. it all together and she's going to freak out on me, but anyways, yeah, she is. <laughs> I love you and I'm trying to be nicer, but you know, Josh is a bad influence. You should have taught him better. Wash his mouth out with soap. Get the belt out. Beat him. Anyways. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you know what? She can go back and watch all these and she can she can well actually she watches most of them. Yeah, she can true. judge for herself. You're you're painting yeah. a bad picture, buddy. 
I know. I love but it. But sorry, just didn't mean to interrupt you that much. I just want to give a shout to mom. Love yeah, I would appreciate it. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna address it the other day and then I forgot. Um anyways. Uh so yeah, Juan Soto. What do you where do you think Juan's going? Do you think he goes back to the <gasps> to the uh, nationals? If the Nationals make the correct deal, and maybe they do something in this offseason. See, so if I'm Juan Soto, here's what I'm doing. Okay. I am totally playing this year out. I am watching what happens in the offseason going into next year, and I'm seeing what moves the franchise is making to decide what I want to do. If I don't really like what they're doing, and I don't like the farm system, and I don't like the guys I see in spring training, and I've done my research on who they've drafted and who I'm going to play with, potentially the next – five to ten years, I'm finding a way out. And it's Juan Soto, so he'll find a way out because Washington knows that if he requests a trade, Washington's going to get paid to get him back. Yeah. Um, so – or to get value for him back. So, I mean, let's just – let's put this in perspective. Let's say Toronto wants Juan Soto. Yeah. We're going to go opposite league here, right? What yeah. is what is what do you think Toronto gives up for Juan Soto? I think they give up um, not Vlad, but they might, maybe they give up Alejandro Kirk. Maybe they also give up. Um, See, I would say a bunch of minor leaguers. Well, I think it's going to take more than minor leagues. You're going to want impact players immediately. I, I think it's going to be an impact player or two immediately. An impact player. Oh, you're talking player. about to keep uh, to keep Juan Soto. The yeah, Nationals. if, if, if oh, the Nationals okay. want to, yeah, let's say if Toronto they, wants Juan Soto, they're probably going to give up Alejandro. Two, Kirk, I think okay. his name's Alejandro Kirk. Um, yeah, what's uh, Bobuchet? Bobuchet, and then some minor leaguers on top of it. I think that's yeah. what it would take. So I think Washington knows that even if he wants out, they're going to get their return. Yeah, on it. So if I'm Juan, I'm I'm waiting around. And I'm checking it out, and if I want to trade, I'm going to go. I'm going to say, hey, give me a trade. I want out, or I play well, yeah. out my contract and I test free agency. And then I'm going to get paid anyways, even at 25. Now that 10-year contract at 350 million or 400 million looks real good too. Yeah, um, yeah, I do like the 10-year contract. The only thing is, that I would do. I mean, 33—that's kind of the prime years too. Uh, I mean, that's still kind of prime. So, I, I, but yeah, I would definitely do the uh, like you said, club options. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't even know what they would have. I mean, because they got Nelson Cruz because they said they wanted to make they didn't want Juan to feel like he was carrying the team too much. And then Nelson Cruz is kind of crap in the bed. See how I did that. Um and then like Victor Robles and all those other guys. So I don't I I don't see him staying with the Nationals even if they wanted him. I just don't know. I think he might get traded in the offseason. But I don't know who would. I mean, I guess the Dodgers would trade for him, but I don't know if they could keep him. I don't know if they have the payroll space for it. They'd lose. The Yankees would be a fitting case because of how many people they're losing this offseason. So how much payroll they're going to have available to go make a big payment. I've all, I've been hearing that they don't like to spend a lot of their not wanted to go over the luxury tax. And so, and that's why they've been, Yankee fans are kind of scared because they aren't, they're spent, they're like right at the luxury tax right now, I think with their payroll. 
anyways, but uh, it, I'm sure the Juan Soto story will be going on for a while. Do you have anything else before we move on? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Wish him the best luck, though. Hope yeah. he gets back to himself because he hasn't been playing well lately. He's, he's been fine. He's on a shit team. When you're on a shit team, it's like Paul Goldschmidt in 2019. Don't you start with me. Anyways, um, I mean, crap team. Uh, oh, my gosh. So much Freddie Freeman stuff. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this real quick because it's a little bit lighthearted and I, before we get into the big one, the big kahuna. Uh, Joey Votto introduced himself to a young fan during uh, the Reds-Cubs game. His next at-bat, he goes deep and makes sure to get the the uh, give him a high the fan a high five. So they're in Wrigley. Uh, Joey Votto just walks up to a Cubs fan as he's about to when he's on the on deck sh- circle, uh, shakes or waves at him and ask him questions and stuff. And, and then at the at bat, he hits a home run and he, he goes back to the dugout and then he notices the fan and he runs back and he goes and gets a high five from his fan. And that's so cool. Like Joey Votto, he's such a great player, but he's also like a really fun guy. And he loves like messing around with the kids and stuff at the games. And he's, uh, he's a great part of the game. So, uh, did you get a chance to see that, or I didn't catch that one, man? Um, I wish yeah. I would have now because it's kind of one of those feel good moments, which yeah, I'm always down for. Yeah, and so I was loving that. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot about this one. Um, happy Bobby Bonilla Day! Oh yeah, man, I was going to throw that in on you at the end. This is one of my favorite parts. Uh, these are or these are one of my favorite days of the year. Um, Bobby Bonilla obviously gets paid one point. What is it? Oh, I had the contract too. There it is. $1,193,248.20 today for his contract. And, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, The Bobby Bonilla contract is probably one of my favorite things to ever happen. Uh, he, I would love to play and get a whole bunch of money and um, get a whole bunch of money and then like 20 years later, just get paid for another additional 15 years, like $1 million a year. Just like, oh, hey, here's your uh, million dollars. Like, that's just awesome. That's a dream of mine. I want to get paid like after I retire. Um, I love that the, there's like 20 cents on there and like, does he really want the 20 cents? Like, what is he? That's the thing that gets me. It kind of made me laugh a lot. Um, the, uh, anyways, but, uh, that's hilarious to me. Um, I lost Brand, uh, not Brandon, Josh for a second there. So I'm just going to sit here in silence. Kidding, kidding. Uh, oh, look, Josh is back. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyways, I know why you left now, and now I'm pissed. Anyways, um, sorry, Mom, but guess what? You need to come in here and start beating some people. Um, hold on, hold on. You're going to get mad at me to help you out. 
for helping out a teammate? Yes. Okay. Because it's in the middle of my show. You were doing your thing? I wasn't interrupting? You didn't hear anything. We were talking about Bobby Bonilla. Yeah? Did you hear what I said about Bobby Bonilla and Bonilla and how it was my dream to have a Bobby Bonilla contract? contract? It's all of our dreams to have a Bobby Bonilla contract. I love the Bob. I like, oh my gosh. Would you cover how old he's going to be when the contract ends? No, I didn't. 72. Oh my gosh. Like I was saying, like, I would love, I would love to retire. And then 15 years later, I still get a steady check of a million dollars for what? 25 years or something. What is it? 24. Like, good Lord. A million dollars. And the 20 cents is just the cherry on top. I love that. That makes me laugh so hard. Like they, he like, I just figured like they give him like just straight uh, $1 million. And then he's like, Hey, where's the, where's the 20 cents you owe me? You asshole. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, for some reason, my, can you hear that on my uh, headphones? Anyways. Um, yeah, it's barely freaking people are blowing up my phone. Um, anyways, so let's go ahead and get into this. Are you ready to get into this? Oh, actually, we, before we get into it, we need to talk about the robot umps because I know you want to do this now. You are steaming, you are steaming right now. All right, here we go. And I'm just gonna sit back and realize how right I was. <laughs> How right you were, how right you were my rear end. What? I was saying Anyways, it was going to happen. Well, yeah, you said it was going to happen. You think it's going to be so great. Oh, my God. Man, 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 man. Well, guess what? Rob Manfred came out this week and said that we're going to have robot umps in 2024. You know what? For the sake of the game, I hope it's better. For the sake of the game, I hope I'm wrong. But it will not make the game any more fun or more enjoyable for me. You're taking out two critical parts of the game. One, the human element of the pitcher having to adjust to the minor differences between each umpire's strike zone, and you're taking away the skill of the catcher to frame pitches. And framing pitches has always been a part of the game. Always has been. There's no reason to take that away, but now it's going to be taken away. And the robot umps are going to take away the element of the difficulty of adjustment. The best pitchers, like Adam Wainwright, can adjust different strike zones and these strike zones typically don't vary very um um, um, very much you're talking maybe an inch inch and a half you're talking about the black part around the plate getting called versus not getting the black part around the plate getting called which black part of the plate used to always get called and now it doesn't always get called anymore because of the stupid little box you're taking away the skill of the game on two different sides of of from two different positions it's 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 insane it's whatever we're getting bigger bases. We've got replay now, which I don't mind the replay so much because it helps. But good God, these robotic umps, I'm not looking forward to it. I hope I'm wrong. I really do um, because I love baseball. And if this ruins baseball for me, I'm going to get super mad. And then I'm going to have to rely on hockey and football only. And that's just going to be a disappointment because I can't stand basketball, um, at least pro basketball. I will probably in a couple of years when LeBron's gone. <clears throat> Nothing against LeBron personally. I just don't think he's great for the game. Yeah. But – like, you bring back a guy like MJ and Larry Bird, and I'm down. I'll watch basketball all the time. Different topic for a different day. But I'm really, really 
not happy with the robot ump thing. This is going to be a debate that Logan and I are going to have halfway through the season of 2024, and I'm going to look at him and go, you were wrong, or I'm going to look at him and I'm going to go, you were right. And I don't know which one it's going to be. Personally, I hope I get to say you were wrong and this sucks and screwing up the game. But for the game of baseball, for the youth of the nation that's coming up into the game of baseball, and for the fans, I hope it's a good – it works out well. I hope it's good for the game. But I think it's going to make the game a lot more boring, a lot less fun. Your catcher's not going to have to have the skill that he used to have before. Your pitcher is not going to have to have the skill that he had before. All he's got to do is be able to throw the ball hard, and that's really it. I mean, that's really all it's going to be. It's it's Yes, it's still, still going to have to have control and location, but they're not going to have to adapt. Adaptation is – one of the greatest skills any athlete can have. Football is a game of adaptation. Hockey is a game of adaptation. Basketball, to an extent, is a game of adaptation. There's always moving variables that you have to adapt to to beat to win. That's one of my favorite things about pitching and catching in baseball. And even as a hitter, you have to adapt to how the plate moves from ump to ump. And again, most of these umps are very, very consistent. There's five or six really, really, really bad ones that are egregious. There's probably another handful that are borderline where you're just like, I don't know what he's looking at half the time. But for the most part, the umps are good. And this, in my opinion, is going to take away from the game. I know I've ranted about this before, so I'm not going to go on very, very long. But, yes, Rob Manfred said that we're going to have robot umps in 2024. I think it's despicable. I think Rob Manfred's horrible. And I think he should retire and be replaced as soon as humanly possible because he is destroying the game of baseball. Um. Okay. Uh, quick side note. What do you think of the DH? So, um, in five words DH. or less. Five words or less. Ooh, yes. Do you like it or do you not like it? It's. I'm still trying to decide. Five words. Okay. Anyways. I, I, I like the DH, and I remember for the longest time, everyone in the National League, including my old man grandpa father, um, <clears throat> used to go, it's going to change the game for the worse. And guess what? The, uh, the DH came, and fans are still here. The game is still interesting. And some would say it's a little more interesting. The game, I mean, look, the thing is, is that the robot umps, yes, it's going to take away from the strategy that the of the catcher, and the catcher is going to actually have to do something besides paint the strike zone and or frame the strike zone. They're going to have to actually hit and be productive uh, contributors to society. <laughs> Yachty. Anyways. But, I mean, like, look, if it doesn't work, it's not going to work. Look, and they that's why they're testing it all out in the minor leagues. They want to try it out. People were bitching about the um, replay. It'll be it's And it came back and it was fine. People were bitching about a lot of things. People were – it's totally fine. I think, look, it's going to change the game. That is for sure. I don't think it's going to – be a hindrance and umpires are also going to have have the ability to override a strike so ain't no angel hernandez he's probably going to like turn off 
the strike zone and just do it himself because he's an asshole. So explain to me how it actually works. Is, 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 can the elves just turn the K zone off? Is it is it called the K zone? Uh, I guess. Can so. we call it the K zone for the yeah, sake of conversation so we don't know the name? Fine. That's fine. So they just hit a button and it kills it. Um, no. So what happens is they. It's kind of like pitch comp where they like the pitcher will throw the strike and the computer will send the umpire the uh, from what I heard whenever it first came out. Um, they may have changed it, but they like it goes into the earpiece of a umpire, and the umpire says strike or ball. And then if the umpire just thinks it's a mess up, uh, they'll they can override it. But I mean, there shouldn't be hardly any reason they should be able to under- override it. But I mean, we talk about it at least twice a week where we talk or have a conversation about how the umpires are just overly bad and they don't even care at this point. At this point, like 10 years ago, it was fine. It seemed like they would make mistakes, but it wasn't like overly offensive. Like they weren't nitpicking. It seems like now umpires are just like, they want to, they just want to control everything. Uh, like we talked about last week that with that Reds pitcher, they take off the wedding ring. Like, and so it's kind of like something that they did to themselves. Well, Angel Hernandez is still in the, in the league and Angel, Angel Hernandez is the reason why we need to, why we are so okay with this. The, and I, when I say we, I mean the, people who are on board with robot ums and obviously it's going to change i don't think it's going to change the pitching so much um i think it'll pitch uh, change change the uh catching but i mean pitchers are still going to be nasty i mean so how many others see more strikeouts or more walks the beginning i would say more walks how long is the beginning for you? Because I think that'll take two or three years. You think two or three years? I, I was thinking more like two or three months. Two months. I, I need to go to a minor league game where they're doing the robot ump so I can really get a take on it because I've never been to one. I haven't been to one. Yeah. I, like I, last I, time I went to a minor league game, it was still real umps, like real baseball. Yeah. Not fake baseball, video game baseball. That's what I'm going to call it, video game baseball. It's not video game baseball. There, there, there are actual hitters. There are actual pitchers. They're all making the strikes. I'm interested. Uh, you know, we talked about that Jake Soriali, uh, you know, topic the other what a uh, month or two ago, and he was talking about how like pitch framing is is going to be extinct in a little bit, and we're going to have to catchers are going to have to depend on other things. And I'm I'm kind of interested in that now. I want to see how that how that unfolds but um anyways so robot ups officially coming in 2024 i think yeah sneaky so. little dumb which i hate AI, ai i just hate ai in general i hate robots are taking over everything and i'm not going to get on a full like blown rage on this one but we are going to and i'm not being a conspiracy theorist i'm not crazy like i mean automation is going to happen you know, robots do help make manufacturing easier Everything else, da, 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 save money, time, whatever. But 
robots are taking or gonna they're gonna take the fun away. I'm sorry. There's it's gonna ruin part of the fun. I like yelling at the ump. I like yelling I like telling the umps that they're stupid. They miss See, the ball. I feel bad about it now. Like I You don't just, feel bad about anything. You don't have a heart or a soul. I you live in Texas. Wow. Good Lord, what is it? What do you people think about Texans? Like I love Texas. I know you guys are hard nosed grindstone Americans. I love I you guys. Think you're, I think you're gonna come to Texas one day and you're just gonna be like, Oh, this is anticlimactic. I hope not. I hope everybody's riding around on ponies and horses and they got their six shooter and the cowboy hat on, their spurs, and you walk into bars like give me a beer. Fuck. I was going to say that doesn't happen, but it does. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Dang it. Um, I want to see. I want to be able to rent a pony, rent my cowboy outfit, ride up to the saloon, you know, tie my little horse up on the, the, the rail thing there, and then kick open the saddle swinging doors and sit down at the bar and go, I need a shot and a beer. I so badly want to do that because I want to yeah. live in the 1880s in, in Texas. I think it'd be fun. But hey, I think it's time we got to give a shout out to our sponsors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Before we get into the big one. Right, man. We had no breakdown here. All right, guys. I'm sure you've watched our show. You know who our big sponsor is right now. It is Row One Brand Art Gallery, full of vintage, classic sporting artwork, apparel, mugs, all kinds of good, goody items. Great gifts for your moms, your dads, your grandmas, your grandpas, your aunts, your uncles, your sisters, your cousins. Anybody in the family, any of your friends, the boss you pissed off last week because you showed up to work late three times, one time you were hungover, and you know he's a diehard baseball fan, so you go buy him that 1965 Cubs vintage-style mug because you know he'll love it. It'll get you out of trouble. Row One brand, awesome stuff. They're always dropping new new apparel. They're dropping new artwork. And I mean, when I say vintage, I mean this stuff is awesome, fantastic, great, especially for people like our parents who – Grew up in the 60s and the 70s. Um, lots of cool stuff. You guys got to give them a, a, a check. You know, Go on their website. Check out their whole gallery. They got a little bit of everything out there. There is something for everyone. It's awesome. And when you go in and you get any piece of artwork, when you go to checkout, you put in our code BSP15 and get your 15% off your order. And that lets them know that we sent you their way. And then they send us a nice little thank you note and say, hey, we appreciate the, the sponsorship and the cooperation of business. And if you guys really, really feel juicy, get Logan's address. Send him something about from the Texas Rangers because he loves the God, Texas man. Rangers. Um, I, love, I do like he the Texas Rangers. He, he likes them love that much. Oh, my gosh. Um, but so go I ahead. Just, you know when we finish? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, I'm sorry. I got to say one more time. Row One Brand Art Gallery, discount code BSP15 at checkout. Get your 15% off all your artwork that you order. Um Again, great gift ideas for anybody in the family or any of your friends that are big sports people. We're talking from baseball to college football, college basketball, NBA, uh, hockey, the whole nine yards. So go check them out. Okay, so um, I'm laughing because I'm looking at my feed, and apparently Corbin Burns pitched tonight. Uh, the Brewers destroyed the Pirates. Anyways. Well, yeah, so, the Pirates. Who doesn't destroy the Pirates? I don't know. I was gonna say the Pirates are actually pretty good this year. They're not like they're not they're not good, but they're better than uh, they've been. I mean, they have some sluggers on there. Um, anyways, but uh, so apparently Corbin Burns caught a fly ball 
and then he to end the inning and he just decided to run like to the dugout. And so I think he had to take a monster shit and it, it kind of makes me laugh. Cause like the video is he's just running down the, to the dugout and everybody's trying to high five him and he's like pushing people away and he's running down into the clubhouse. And so that's uh that's pretty funny. Uh, but rounds to the Super Bowl. Okay, one Drop more thing. The kids off at the pool. Before we go into the Freddie Freeman thing, Nolan Arenado hit for the cycle today. I thought you said you wanted to talk about it. I, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Josh has thoughts about it. No, go ahead. You got it. I no, was announced it. It's all right. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought okay. That's why I wore my Cardinal stuff, but it's all good. It's his uh, second. Uh, career cycle first one with the cardinals and good job first one since 2005 for the cardinals oh yeah for yeah i can't even i couldn't even pronounce the other guy who did it but Gredzlik. Uh, yeah uh good job he was all about the offense tonight for the cardinals he had all three runs yeah yeah uh, yeah cardinals end up losing but uh, I was thinking, man, this has got to be so cool. And then I remembered his last cycle, and I was like, oh, where he hit the walk-off home run to to uh, complete it. Anyways, so good for Nolan Arenado. It's kind of yeah, – is it fun to watch the cycle? Is it as fun as – I don't know. It's. I mean, it was kind of listening like, to it because I couldn't watch it. Yeah. The Yeah, anyways. Um, okay, into the Freddy for, or do you have anything to say about it? No, I'm just really happy for him. I mean, there was something for the Cardinals fans to cheer about tonight. Yeah. Okay. Now, Freddie Freeman, officially, officially Freddie Freeman. That nothing else, nothing else matters right now. I'm giving you um, the floor. Okay, so I'm gonna cover everything that we've heard and seen in this week. I'm really glad that um, we waited till today to cover it because there was just nonstop discussions for three straight days about it. So Freddie Freeman decided uh, was uh, there was a story that came out that Freddie Freeman was angry with his agent after the Braves and Dodgers series. And he, uh, and so he decided to fire his uh, agent Casey close Okay, fine. He's going to be self-represented. He's got seven-year contracts, so he's got plenty of time to um, find new uh, representation. So good job. Everything's good. Great. Wonderful. Good. Next day, Doug got to Gottlieb. 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 Yep. Um, uh, came out with the tweet and said, Casey Close never told Freddie Freeman about the Braves' final offer. That is why Freeman fired him. He found out in Atlanta this weekend. It isn't that rare to find, uh, to have happen in MLB, but it happened. Close, uh, close knew Freddie would have taken the Atlanta deal. Okay, that sounds really bad, and it it, it honestly is really bad. Um. Uh. Let's see. Then. Uh. Uh. Close came out and said, I will not stand by as the circumstances surrounding Freddie Freeman's departure from Atlanta are mischaracterized. Since March, the Braves have fostered a narrative about the negotiations, which stated plainly is false. 
Part of the, that false narrative is the suggestion that I did uh, not communicate a contract offer to the Freemans. To be clear, we communicated every offer that was made, as well as every communication Excel, uh, the company that uh, Close works for, had with the Braves organization throughout the entire process. I have a 30-year uh, reputation. Uh, reputation in this business for integrity and honesty, and I have always operated with the utmost character. At Excel, we are privileged to represent many exemplary athletes, some of whom have chosen to spend their entire careers with one franchise. We always put the players' goals and best interests first, and will always continue to do so. So, um, and then another thing, uh, so that kind of sounded like okay. That obviously they're they are uh, taking away, uh, saying that this is false. This is um, there's no way this is true. And then Derek Jeter said, "I have cho- uh, I've known Kate who okay." So Derek Jeter was represented by Casey, and he said, "I have known Casey since I was 18. Over the last 30 years, we have had our share of differences of, of opinion." But to this day, he remains a trusted advisor and friend. He is a man who values morals, integrity, and above all else, honesty and transparency. And apparently, as of right now, the uh, the company XL is um, looking to uh, sue or press charges against uh, uh, Khalib or whatever the the guy who made the tweet. Um. So this is just kind of interesting. Gottlieb, Gottlieb um, in so many ways. Um, I mean, there's more to this story, I'm sure. Uh, but I mean, uh, that's it for now. Really, there. Uh, I think there. That was the last thing that we heard about was that they are pressing charges or trying to. Uh, they're looking for legal action against Gottlieb. And so um, this is what I think. If the accusations that Gottlieb is, uh, is stating is true, I am willing to bet all of my, the money I have that the Dodgers greased uh, – got. Uh, oh, my gosh, closest uh, – Close his uh, palms, paid him, bribed him to kind of sweep the Braves' uh, offer under the rug. That's, I think that's, and I'm not saying that this is something that the Dodgers have done. Um, like the Dodgers are the only team to have done this. I don't believe that's true, but I think that the, I think this is a t- thing that most teams have done, and. Um, Unfortunately, I think the the Dodgers are getting caught in the middle of this. Um, I'm I tend to uh, agree with this. I, I believe that Close probably did not offer something or did not tell Freeman the offer that there was, and I I I think he's just. I think he's done it multiple times before. And I think every agent has done this multiple times before. I don't think it's anything new. So I don't want to, I don't want to say that this is exclusively the Dodgers 
or I don't think this is exclusively XL or uh, Casey Close. Uh, Close, uh, this is a Casey Close thing. But uh, I think this has happened. And honestly, that's a little sad to me because, you know, Freddie Freeman, he loves the Braves. He grew up with the Braves, or he, um, I mean, that was his team. And you could see it in his eyes. I mean, he was, he obviously would have stayed with the Braves if they had offered him a contract. And it's a stupid idea to think that they didn't offer him a contract. Uh, I think they were hung up on, on years. I believe uh, he wanted seven years and they were wanting to offer him six years. And so I, I really don't know um, what to think right now, right now, surface level. I want to, I, I, I think there's something fishy going on with XL and uh, Casey Close, uh, but uh, I don't know if Josh is here. Uh, so, but that's what I think about it. Uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts on it? Well, I was just giving you the uninterrupted floor, good sir. Oh yeah, no, it's totally so fine. I, I just didn't. I, oh, okay, you muted yourself. Okay, so I can't even see you on the other thing, so that's why. Gotcha. Um, so my take on it is very, I'm very disappointed. Um, I know ethics is a hard thing to come by in the world we live in nowadays for some people. And if this story is true and close, didn't give that offer out to Freeman and Freeman never knew about it, which I don't know why Freeman would lie. I don't think Freeman would have fired him on the spot upon this news coming out, if it was, there wasn't some kind of truth to it. Um, obviously he had motive. I mean, look at the contract difference. They were looking at about $20 million um, difference in contracts. So that's, let's just, let's just say for the sake of this conversation, he gets somewhere between eight and 10% of that contract offer that that's up into $2 million for him in his own pocket, or at least for the agency. And he gets his cut. So there's obviously uh, a potential for clear cut motive. But if this happened, I think you're going to see a lot of players down the road reevaluate their contracts with their agents and check and see, do maybe do a little bit more due diligence research on how they are with their character um, as a human being and as a business partner. I, I hope. I hope it's not true because this is just another black mark in baseball, and this isn't obviously wouldn't be limited to baseball. I'm sure. It probably happens in, in football and hockey and basketball as well and all the other pro sports. But if I was a player at this point, I would severely be questioning the agency that represents me. And Freddie's been in the game long enough. He could probably negotiate his own contract. Um, I know Matt Morris did it back when he was a Cardinal. He negotiated his own contracts. Um, I believe – um, when Pujols was with the Cardinals, he was in all the contract talks, so he knew what was going on in his contracts. So I don't, I don't know why a player and, – and so a little bit of me, if this is true, puts this back on Freeman. Why would you not even be there for your contract conversations? Like why would you not be firsthand there listening to offers and making sure you're hearing it straight from the team? Well, I don't uh, – well, first of all, I think with the – the way the thing is, is the agents uh, or players prefer to have their agents like answer all calls. And I think he was at home and 
the Braves called close and said, hey, we have another offer that we, we want him. And, and I think close just didn't relay the message to him. But okay, so but doesn't didn't Freeman live in Atlanta? I'm sure he did. So why I, wouldn't he say, okay, you got an offer? Let's set a meeting up for 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'll be in the office. Like if I was a player, there's no way if I'm if I'm under the contract as a player in his position, I'm not not sitting in and hearing the offer for myself. I'm just not taking that risk. But again, I'll but, be honest with you, I don't trust people. But it's not like they just sit in a room and together all the time because. I mean, no, he was getting. Time, but they can sit on the conference I'm, table. Yeah, but I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever got the news. That's the thing. He never got the news that hey, we want to negotiate another contract because you'll because you remember what we were hearing during the off season was you know Freddie Freeman said this whole contract thing was just weird because I never got called by the Braves, and the Braves were like, well, we called you all the time. And Chipper Jones was saying stuff, and everybody was saying stuff, and so I, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I think, and I, I think it's kind of like frowned upon for teams to contact the player, like directly. Um, it's kind of like talk, like police officers talking to a, a, a suspect without a lawyer present, kind of thing. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I think the suspect's still present. So I think, yeah, as a, and, I, mean, yeah, I guess so if I was I a think, player, though, I just I would make sure I was in on everything. If you guys want something or we're going to talk contract, you talk to me. But you make sure I'm in on the phone but call. Yeah. If you don't call me, uh, then I, I'm yeah. going to assume an offer doesn't come through. That would just be how oh, I would yeah. handle it. That's all. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. But so I'm I, sure, I get like, what you're saying. Yeah, I get. I'm I completely sure. understand what you're saying. I was just giving you my my side yeah. of my point of view. I get what you're saying now. I thought you were saying like, oh, they're. But yeah, um, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I put a little bit of this on Freeman because if you're in that kind of a contract extension and you want to be there, but why would you tell the Braves to contact me? But if that's your representative for ever since you were a kid, I mean, you have to have uh, some sort of an assumption. And like, and what happens let's, when you assume things? Well, yeah, that's true. But like, I mean, we're not. I mean, we're not stupid. We, I mean, I think players know that agents are skimping money even then um well, lawyers of course they are well yeah and so it's just like it's whatever yeah. but I yeah doing that what you're saying i just as a, if i was a player myself especially in that situation i'm looking at the team going you work with me you talk but, to me yeah but you if, have my number call me I, but if you have 30 teams calling you 24 hours a day you would definitely want to be like I just want if if I want to stay with like if I'm if, if I'm playing with yeah. Cardinals and I'm yeah 29 years old coming up in my next contract, I go back into Gersh's and Mosaic's office and I go, guys, I want to be here the rest of my career. The fans love me, you guys love me. If you want something, let's get this worked out. You work through me, or you make sure I'm present for everything. And I think that will probably start happening if this all comes out as being real and this actually happened. Then I think you're going to start seeing that with bigger players. Big time yeah. players are going to say if they want to stay in the city that they're in, they're going to say you make sure I'm there. You call yeah. me directly. Yeah. Um, so a couple things I want to say. If Please. this turns out to be true, Freddie Freeman needs to sue XL and and Casey Close, and because that, I mean, that's just un. I mean, like that's bad. That's bad that you got caught, and it's bad that you just did that. 
Um, because I mean, I mean, not only for that, not only for Freeman, but for the Braves. I mean, there's there's something about you know being a single player who plays for, uh, or being a player who plays for a single team. Uh, that's just not there anymore. And I think Freeman was, I mean, he would have probably taken a hundred million dollars or something. Uh, if the contract was, I mean, I think if the years was right or something, but, um, it didn't work out that way because Casey close. Now I do want to give the benefit of the doubt. Like Derek Jeter has said, I trust him, but how much did Derek Jeter even know? Right. Um, uh, so there's that, um, but also well, yeah. with Derek Jeter, the, the Yankees probably always offered the money Jeter wanted. Well, yeah, I, so I, I'm sure there wasn't game. really any uh, competition with the other teams. So, um, but another thing is that if the Dodgers get found out and they get like they get dragged into this, what's the penalty going to be? I wonder. I wonder would the Dodgers accept or want to trade Freeman to the Braves for? Uh, Matt Olson. See, this is stuff where you and I we're not educated at all because yeah. we don't understand how the the, the legal terms and the contracts work out. Well, it's yeah. a contract; it's signed. I don't know if there's any kind of clauses in there that if this or this or this happens, the contract's null and void. Yeah. Um, and just because it's Freeman, I mean, we don't know. We also don't know what. I mean, we can look it up and see what Olson's contract says. Does he have any uh, no trade clause or no movement clause or anything like that? He probably does have a no trade clause because he's um, got a big contract. So, but what kind of black mark would this leave on the Dodgers if they really did this? I mean, they'd get they'd be able to get over it, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean it's the Dodgers; they get over it. But like for how many for the next two or three years, do you think any of the players are going to trust them? The Dodgers, I I think. See, it just goes back to that thing to where the Dodgers are are probably one of the only teams who are not not one of the only teams probably one of many teams who does stuff like this and it, it, it's just that they got caught and so now we are seeing this and so it's i don't think it's anything new i think players know about this i think they just didn't know that it was um um i don't know it's just like i think players knew that this was happening so i don't think anything really changes for the players it's kind of like the Astros situation. Like the Astros did not, um, like everybody was cheating, but the Astros were the only one who got caught. And so I, I think it's kind of like that. I don't. I think the Dodgers are going to have to eat some crow, or not crow, but uh, like eat shit for a while. But they are, they're kind of screwed. I mean, they're they'll be fine. I'm sure. Players are still going to want to go to the team because. They're the Dodgers, and they'll pay money, and they have a really good chance of winning a championship. So, probably right. Um, but yeah, that I, part of me thinks like, would the would the Dodgers like do a trade for Matt Olson just to say, hey, listen, we know we screwed up. We'll 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 trade uh, Freddie Freeman to the Braves to write the ship kind of thing. And I know Freeman would accept that trade. I don't know if Matt Olson, because he grew up a Braves fan. He loves the Braves too. And so I 
that would kind of suck for Matt Olson, but I'm sure he would be like, hey, I like the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a good team, and I love California because I lived in California. So, but I don't, I mean, it would, it kind of sucks for Matt Olson in the long run, too, because now Matt Olson is just kind of, you know, last week we got, we got the comeback of, uh, Freddie Freeman, where he, you know, it was all about Freddie Freeman. And then Matt Olson kind of gets pushed to the side. And then we hear Matt Olson talk, or, and then we hear Freddie Freeman was, was not aware of the second contract. So they're like, oh, well, we got Matt Olson now. So I wonder if the Waters has kind of, or the idea of, Matt Olson has kind of died down a little bit for the Braves fans. Um, that's all I got on Freddie Freeman right now. Do you have anything? No, I think I've pretty clearly expressed my opinions on the matter. I don't want yeah. to get any more. Any, I don't want to get into it any deeper personally until I get more news and yeah. find out what's really going on. Um, I just think it's, I think it's a shameful situation. And if this guy really did this, um, his career as a as an agent's over. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. There's so much news. I totally forgot. Um, okay. So I'm going to run through these uh, quickly. Um, Carlos Santana got traded to the Mariners for, uh, let's see, for some minor league prospects. Um, good job, Mariners. Mariners are. That kind of is sad because they. Uh, that kind of means that who's it? Ty France is out, going to be out for a while. Um, so there, there's some disappointing news. Bittersweet, but Carlos Santana, Royals are selling, so they're gonna. I, I think everything is going now. Whit Merrifield's probably going to go. Benatendi, Salvador Perez, we've been hearing about is going. Uh, Give me Benatendi. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know about Benatendi. He's. I don't know. I'm back and forth on it. Grinky, I'm sure is going to be um, out, but he may just want to stay because this is his last year, I think. But um, there's that. Uh, do you have anything? Any idea? Any ideas on that one? Um, I'd be interested to see where Perez goes. Um, I mean, the thing here is like the Royals have a. I don't want to say a lot. I don't want to say just a few. I mean, they got like what four or five actually really decent players. Um, I'm really interested to see who they get rid of and what they get back for, what they get rid of. Um, I just, what are you gonna do? You got to build about around Bobby Wood Jr. If you trade, if you trade all the pieces you have away, you got to go build around Bobby Wood Jr. You need pitching. Yeah. You need another catcher because Perez is getting older. Yeah, you, you had a good, or you have a decent out center fielder. You got a good left fielder. Um, they got that utility guy who plays second, short, and right. Nicky Lopez. Yeah, second, short, not right. Yeah. Um, so I mean, what what are you gonna do? I I would love to sit down in the Orioles, or the Orioles, the Royals camp, and and listen to what their game plan is for the future. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. It's yeah. I don't. It's kind of weird because they they were buyers last year and then they were buyers this year, kind of. And we were kind of getting excited. We were like, "Cool, we're gonna see some excitement from them." And then they just died off, and then they gave up. 
Hell, I picked really them as a sleeper to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. That's... I also didn't know the AL East I'll... was going to be as ridiculously good as they are. I wonder if Amir Garrett is on the trading block because we need a reliever. I'll take him. Take him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Bryce Harper uh, got hit in the thumb. Oh, my gosh. I watched the video of that. I didn't realize how it just hit him point blank on the thumb. Mm-hmm. And uh, it apparently fractured his thumb. Uh, he was shaking. He was in so much pain. And like, you ever broken a was, finger before? Um, I broke a nail. No, that hurts pretty I, bad too. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, no, I've never hurt. I don't think I've ever broken a finger. Broken I've never gone to the doctor for it. Being ridiculous. Or, well, yeah. there's not much they can do for it, but. I, I can't, breaking a finger is bad enough. The way his got broke, yeah. Oh my! I wouldn't gosh. want to experience that. I would. I want to see his X-rays because there's no way it's just one break. I mean, it's got to be completely shattered. Not shattered, but it's got to be pretty screwed up. Screwed up. I mean, because it was it was a fastball too, like a 98. I think it was a 97 mile uh, fastball. Uh, so. Bryce's quote was, I wish it hit my face. <laughs> Which um, I, I love that about him because he yeah. can joke about that. As scary as that situation was last yeah. year, um, at this point he's making jokes about it because, you know, yeah, when he came back, he had, what, five bad games where he couldn't stay in the box. And then yeah. all of a sudden he starts smoking the ball all over the ballpark again. Yeah. Um, this guy has grown on me. I used to hate him. I know you did. No, not hate him, but I, I just didn't like him. Um, he's grown on me not as much as a player, but as a person. I think he's funny. I think he's got a pretty good attitude. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's he's one of those baseball players where I'd like, yeah, I'd like to meet him. Yeah, he's so, a, mean, he's got a good personality. It seems like to me. I've always heard he's a cool guy. So good job. Um, yeah, he's a he's a competitor, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. Uh, I'm hearing that it's going to be a couple weeks, but some people are saying that it's, he's done for the season. Um, Phillies fans are freaking out because they think their season is done now, so that's disappointing. Um, let's see. I'm not going to talk about Grinky. Uh, Mets hoping to have Jacob DeGrom back in a few weeks ahead of August 2nd trade deadline. So good job. I'm guessing they they uh, they are hoping he comes back before the deadline so that way they can evaluate um, their rotation better. Um, so that's that's good, I guess. Um, I mean, they're only and, four games behind Atlanta. Yeah. They're still above 500. So. But, I mean, Bryce Harper is probably the glue to that. I mean, he's the best hitter in that team by far. And everybody else, Nick Cassianos hasn't been great. Talk about a big swing and a miss. Yeah. For that payday he got. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is doing really well, but Kyle Schwarber just does well everywhere. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. Um, do you think it's going to – You how bad is that going to hurt the Phillies, do you think? I'll tell you in uh, 17, 16 days. 16 days. Oh. Wait, what's – oh. The All-Star game? We oh, play, them, we play them six more times in 17 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so once I get a better look at the team, I'll be able to give you that answer. Yeah. Um, Sergio Romo signs with the Blue Jays. 
Uh, I didn't even know he got DFA'd by the uh, Mariners. Don't Neither know did why. I. What the fuck, Cardinals? Um, yeah. He's been a good player. I mean, we've been talking about, we talked about him a couple weeks ago, and we were surprised that he's still pretty good. Uh, I wonder if something happened in the locker room. I guess so. We got into it with the manager, and they just said, you know what? You're out of here. Yeah. You're out of here. It's my 1940s yeah, outfit. Like that? No, no, that 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 was that was sad. That was almost as bad as your. Uh, that was almost as bad as, and you can and you were watching, VSN. <laughs> you want to go over this real quick because you copied what I did. I know I did. <laughs> And I was like, well, they should just have, he should just put ours up together. Uh, that's good. Oh, man, that's good. Hey, it was better oh, than your first gosh. take. No, my, my first take was gold. Your first take was absolutely hilarious, but it was not something we could put on the air. We could put it on the air. No, I'm because nobody would watch. They would watch. You know what? I'm going to do it at the end of the show tonight. Okay. No, you're not. I will kill the broadcast. Okay, like I said before, the uh, or what well, we covered this on Monday's episode, but uh, the Angels and Mariners got into a big brawl. Um, Archie oh, Bradley sad. broke his elbow jumping out of the uh, dugout because he face planted. Uh, John Boy Media, John Boy has a great breakdown of it. Um, it's, I mean, we can't really go into more detail about that, but. Uh, if you haven't watched it, watch that. John Boy does really good stuff. Um, John Boy, for those of you who don't know, it's John Boy. Yeah, John for Boy. Get, for, yeah, for the people who don't know what you're referring to, it sounds like you're saying John Boy. John Boy. John Boy. J-O-M. John Boy. John Boy Media. John Boy Media. Anyways, but uh, there was a whole bunch of suspensions. Uh, Jesse Winker, uh, Anthony Rendon. I don't know how that Anthony Rendon suspension goes. Does he get it now, or does he get it like whenever he's eligible to play? So I, I would have to think he's going. I think it's when he can play. Eligible. Yeah. So he, in like three years, he's going to get three games. Uh, he's hoping they forget by then. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the, <laughs> this is what made me laugh was one of the. Uh, Ish, uh, not Ishiro, uh, Shohei's translators got suspended for five games. What? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Tell the story. I, I don't even know. I don't, I like, I don't know what he did. Like, so I, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it just How makes does me a translator laugh. get suspended for five games. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You make a dirty joke to the upper zone? I have no idea, but it he got suspended. So I don't I don't know like I don't even know why the translator was in it. I don't even know what he was doing, but uh, some of these suspensions were just like egregious in my opinion. Um like obviously Jesse Winker probably needed to get suspended. I don't think oh yeah, Phil Nevin got suspended ten games. Um uh, who was like Ryan DePera? He was in there a lot, right? Razel Iglesias. He was uh, he got angry because he got ejected, and he was he was one of the few that was playing Peacemaker, and so uh, and then that's when he threw the bubble gum and the sunflower seeds. Uh, 
which is kind of funny. I love that. Um, but yeah, full uh, conversation about the brawl uh, was on Monday, and so that's good. Um, okay, so back to Freddie Freeman, uh, one of our last stories. Um, so Freddie Freeman obviously had a an emotional return to Atlanta last weekend. Um, he, he comes in and, uh, like cries and it's really, it became the Freddie Freeman show. It was more than the, um, Cardinals for, or not Cardinals, uh, Dodgers versus Braves, uh, rematch. And, you know, I think, uh, Clayton Kershaw got kind of offended by it. Uh, Clayton Kershaw went and talked to somebody and said, uh, Uh, he said it was very cool to see uh, Freddie Freeman's reception. He's obviously been a big, uh, big contributor for our team, and I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him. So um, I kind of understand that because Clayton Kershaw is a um, competitor first. Um, I think really what he was trying to tell Freeman was, Hey, listen, this is all nice, but don't forget, don't get caught up in it. Remember that we're, we are, um, we're competing here and the Braves are kind of a thorn in our side. And so come and join or get, make sure your head's in the game. Basically. Um, do you have any thoughts on this comp, these comments? Um, I don't have a problem with what Kershaw said. It's something I don't put on the me- I don't put out to the media. That I, for me is a locker room conversation. Yeah. If I'm Freeman at this point, I'm going back to Kershaw and I'm going. You got a problem with the way I carry myself? Does it look yeah. like I'm not playing for you guys? And that that yeah. that to me would cause controversy because he did it. He he aired that out on TV. That's a conversation. If you want to make that single single solitary comment, that one part about not being second fiddle, that that is an in locker room, two men face to face having that conversation. If I were Freeman, I'd punch Kershaw in the face. I'd knock his front teeth out. That's just because you were you. Um, I don't think I don't think Kershaw was saying it like maliciously. Like whenever I read the comments again. I, and out loud, I just think it doesn't sound – I like, I don't think he went out just really just wanted to, like, make a statement and say, hey. I think he was trying to say, hey, um, I hope I hope you don't think, you know, we're, you know, like, chopped liver over here. We're, we're a good team, too. We have a great city, great culture, too, and hopefully you get a chance to really – um, grow into that. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure that they addressed it in the locker room behind the scenes. I don't, I think the, I think he was just caught up in the moment and it was just like, Hey, you know, like Still they came like, up. If I was Kershaw, I wish I, I would be, it would be one of the things I, I wish yeah. I could have that one back. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the media kind of overblew the phrase too, or the, you know, the second fiddle thing. Uh, but, 
Uh, it's it is what it is. Um, but I, I think Kershaw is right. I mean, you think he's right too, right? I mean, you don't you don't like how he went about it, but you think he's right. I think if Freeman wasn't playing well, then I would think Kershaw was right. But he was getting his ring. Yeah, he, he got. To, he was his first series back home. There's going to be some emotions there because he played his whole career there. He led them to their first World Series, and uh, golly, I can't even count how long it was because I don't remember their last one. Um, Ninety-six, I think. So yeah, I mean, for me, twenty-six years or something. I, for me, it was a little uncalled for. Yeah, I, I mean, know, in all I, honesty, I don't think he was right. I mean, I'm not going to say he was wrong, yeah. but I don't think it was right by any means. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, okay. One more. Right, I think it's one more. Uh, Vladdy Jr. is uh, declining an invitation to participate in the Home Run Derby. Uh, he said, "I don't want to take a chance that my wrist gets hurt again." And I love this. Uh, we were talking about this the other day when we were making our Home Run Derby predictions. We said, "Hey, some players just don't like the Home Run Derby because it screws up their swing. They if they get injured doing this thing, it doesn't look good." Like, sure, it's fun and games and it's, you know, you're playing, you're just having fun and doing whatever. But it's if you get injured pretty easy, then I don't think you should ever participate in the home run derby. No but, extracurriculars uh, for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, if you get injured and when you're supposed, uh, when you're riding your bike and then, um, that goes against your contract, and then six months later you're playing um, soccer in the outfield like an idiot. Can you come up with another uh, story for this so we don't relate it to that every time? Listen, let me tell you something. Fre- fucking Fernando, I swear to I hate him. I hate him so much. You got to stop saying was... hate so much because you don't hate these people. I hate him. He angers me so much with his stupidity. I hate yeah, him. but he's probably a nice guy who's a lot of fun, and if you hung out with him, you'd probably like him. I'm sure I wouldn't like him, but I'd still call him an idiot to his face. And I'm like, I agree with you on that. If I'm a Padres fan, I'm fuming at him. If I'm the Padres first uh, front office, I'm fuming at him, and I'm like, I I'm trying to find a way to get some right my money back on that contract. Is what I'm doing if I'm Padres. I mean, they should, but they're not because of the public perception of it. Um, speaking of public perception, before we leave, um, I, I was listening to Talking Baseball, another plug for another channel. Um, and I heard some, <laughs> so, uh, Trevor Plouffe, I don't know how much you listen to the podcast, but Trevor Plouffe, uh, is friends with Jack Flaherty and, uh, cause they were connected by, uh, Tyler Skaggs. Okay. And I heard, uh, he said, I texted Jack to see how he was doing and, Jack said it was completely preventative, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not good. I'm about to, I'm about to start hating Jack." But it, he uh, he was saying that the injury is preventative, like it, it they were able to prevent it from being worse. I was like, "This is the wor- wrong wording, dude." <laughs> Anyways, um, but do you have any other things you want to talk about tonight? Well, I'm going to talk about our merch store because we didn't talk about our merch store yet. Um, so, guys, the merch store we talked about it before. But you got to go check it out now. And the reason you got to check it out now is because it has all of our updated stuff for the Variety Sports Network. 
the new shirts, the new hats, the new coffee mugs, the new water bottles, the new koozies for your beers to keep them nice and cold. Go check it out. We got our new BSN stuff up. Looks really, really good. I checked it out at the beginning of the show. Um, simple, classy, refined, great to wear around. Make sure you go on to uh, bonfire.com slash store slash variety dash sports dash podcast. Pick you guys up some gear, wear it around, represent us, give us a little love. Um, when we get ours in, we'll start wearing it on screen too. Um, but yeah, you got, I mean, you got the trucker hat, you get the snapback hat, you got t-shirts, hoodies, you got the baseball, three quarter length arm shirts, uh, just about anything you could imagine or desire that you'd want. If there's something you're looking for that we don't have up there, shoot us a message. We'll get it over to our CEO. He will be the boss man and he will find whatever he can to match what your wants are. Um, also want to give a plug out. So again, hold on, back up real quick. My bad. Again, that's Bonfire for our merch store. It is bonfire.com slash store slash variety dash sports dash podcast to get any of our cool apparel that we have out there for order. Anytime you buy something from them, you're helping support the the show and you're helping support the brand and the network, helps us build, helps us bring you better content. Uh, The other thing I want to give a shout out to is to our co-podcasters on the network. Um, You got to go and check out like um, Between the Uprights, shot an episode tonight. It's going to drop this weekend. Go check that out. I know they're super covering the Deshaun Watson story, case, issue, whatever you want to call it. Uh, The Five Hole series dropped an episode last night talking about all the coaching movements and they did the end of the season wrap up. And the best part was they called the, uh, the Monty hiring for the Boston Bruins right before it happened. Um, yeah, there was kind of leaks about it, but they got to break the news of uh, right before it actually went live and the contract was signed and everything. Uh, the official announcement came out. So we got a lot of great content coming. So make sure you go check out our other shows. Check us out on Wednesday nights for Cardinal Chronicles. That is, if you don't know, our Cardinals exclusive show, what we do for an hour to an hour and a half. We talk about the week that was, the week that will be, things that are going on, things that we hear, rumors that are going on within the Cardinal clubhouse. So make sure you check that show out. Um, We got best of the best. We got uh, the fantasy football shows are coming. We're still looking for a basketball guy or a basketball girl or a basketball crew. So if you are a basketball fan and you want to give podcasting a shot, shoot us a message. We'd love to get you in board, um, get you on rocking and rolling. You can come do what we do. Uh, you can do it in your own way. You don't have to do it the same way we do it. Send your own screen up, do your own broadcast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, bring a friend with you. You guys can do a little partnership like Logan and I have. But um, we got lots of cool stuff going on right now. We're, we're growing quicker than we can imagine. Uh, again, I want to let you all know for that all-star game for the Home Run Derby, Logan and I will be doing live broadcast. We'll have some of the guys from the other shows going to be coming in talking about baseball. Uh, you can come on, message us in. We'd love to get your messages in, answer your questions. If you want to be on the show, you want to come talk. Like if you want, to, if you're a Yankees fan or an Astros fan, or you're a fan of any other baseball team, and you want to come on the show and talk trash, or you just want to have a discussion, shoot us a message. We are totally down to have other fans on because this is a this is a show. Much like one of our other friends on Twitter says, it's a show by sports fans for sports fans. Uh, so. Shoot us a message. 
let's get on. Let's do a little rap. Let's check it out. Let's see what each other has to say. We can all learn from each other. Have a good time. Um, but yeah, I mean, just come on and enjoy it with us. This is a lot of fun. We enjoy it. I enjoy picking on Logan. Logan obviously enjoys picking on me. He does it every episode. Uh, but look, you, man, you guys hold on. Let me zoom out of here so you can see his little grin on his face while he's on his phone. He was hiding. Um, I was just yeah. wondering when your old man ramblings are going to end. How, well, I guess it's over then. My old man <laughs> ramblings. No, you can keep going. No, it's fine. Hey, you don't. You like to talk just baseball, and I love it about you. But somebody's got to drop the rest of the news. I know. The news. I am the news, <laughs> motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. I was looking at some old, uh, some messages for us. Um, yeah. People shoot us messages during the show, and we're too focused on you guys to pick them up. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Continue. I was just going to say, I've got nothing else for tonight. I'm looking forward to our next episode. Looking forward to a great weekend. I was just going to say, be safe out there this weekend. Drink lots of beer, eat lots of barbecue, take lots of jello shots. Don't lose any fingers or hands. Don't pull a Justin Tuck. No. Jason Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. So sorry. That happened. I don't know why I, I said Justin Tuck. It Justin Tuck's one of my guys. They, they were, name. They're fucking they looked the same. They played the same. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah. That was when I was a Giants fan and my dad was Never mind. Anyways, um, did you like Kiwi? Hmm? Kiwi? Kiwi? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Even Matthias Kiwanuka. God, Kiwanuka. I thought, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I liked him. I'm thinking of, uh, oh gosh, he was the 2012 hero for the Wild, like defensive Okinawa. Or I can't remember. But anyways, no football talk. Okay, gosh. Josh, so um, I wanted to Japan. I wanted to uh, do one last story, you know, because we had so many bummer stories. So I wanted to do a nice story. Obviously, we did the Joey Votto story, and I couldn't pick between this one or another one, so I've been going to do both. Uh, first one is nine years after being drafted number one overall, and four years after retiring from baseball. 30-year-old Mark Appel is uh, making his MLB debut. Um, he got his first strikeout, and I believe he's been doing really well. I don't know that for sure, but um, 30 years old, gave up, came back, and that's very good for him. I, I'm very glad about that. Uh, we like to see players who continue to strive for their dreams, and that's that's a good thing. You know, Remember that. Um uh, you have anything to say about that one? Oh, I love the comeback stories. I love it when uh, guys finally get their chance and they take full advantage of it. Yeah. Um, the other one is... Like you never will. Okay. Wow. Listen, I'm working on it. You're going to see me playing for the St. Louis Cardinals as a pitcher. I can't play okay. second anymore, but whatever. Okay. Wow. Whatever. You'll end up playing for, like, the Baltimore Orioles. Okay, Back, you mean when they're really good? No, when not in the Cal Ripken days. No, no, I, I no, with their Adley Rushman days and their Mount Castle you days. You can lick their... the dirt off his cleats. I can lick it. Anyways, uh <laughs> so um I heard that I just saw this story today, um before we got on the uh the show. 
So whenever a big leaguer makes a rehab appearance in the minors, it's typical for them to purchase the uh, the pre or post game spread. But Wednesday night, Max Scherzer went above and beyond, shelling out big cash for a locker room feast that included bone-in ribeye, filet mignon, and lobster. the uh, the approximately The approximate dollar figure was upward of seven thousand dollars. Scherzer also bought uh, everyone AirPods. We walk in. Uh, one of the players said, "We walk in, and there's a, a cubby uh, just hand." Uh, just handing out AirPods, saying they're from Max, a source said. Uh, though rough, ruthless, and intense on the mound, Scherzer has a reputation as a pers- uh, a phenomenal teammate and an outstanding clubhouse guy. Uh, that was from Fox Sports. Um, good job. I mean, Max Scherzer is a good guy. I mean, he's very intense on the mound, as they said. Uh, but yeah, I've always yeah, he's always been a nice guy. He's a team defender he loves his guys and yeah uh, you could tell like he'll, he'll take a bullet for you so um good job and uh i think those these kind of stories need to be uh told more often uh bring more heart to the game and that's what we try to do and you know i get angry and josh and i are like the two old people who like to argue some older than others um and you know we may need marriage counseling, but we that that is our goal is we want to make baseball fun and we try to show all aspects of the game and we that's just what we want. And so um good job. I didn't even get the did I say who the Phillies pitcher was? For the Mark, Mark Mark Appel. Mark Appel. Oh yeah, you cover that. Um yeah. So good job, Mark Appel. Uh and very classy move by Max Scherzer. Uh, I'm sure those minor leaguers, some of them are never going to see the show. And to have something like that happen to them, uh, that's I'm sure that's very special for them. Um, so do you have anything else you want to say before we kick the bucket tonight? No, I guess I went on my old man rant long enough. <laughs> Back in my day, DH wasn't even a thing. And back in my day, baseball players were real baseball players. You'd still run over a catcher who was blocking the plate. Back in my day, the catchers didn't have rights. We didn't even have any pads. We just used some tree trunks just to block our... Anyway, never mind. I'm not I think it was egg cartons and newspapers and, and things like that. We didn't have fine leather gloves. We... We had trash bags, and we just wrapped it around our hands. And oh, we used to use pine cones. Yeah. Anyways. Stick but, uh, Josh, nice to see you, I guess. Um, oh, you know what? So, You're gonna keep calm and watch some damn baseball. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that'll be the last show we ever oh, get to do, guys. So it was nice knowing you. Oh yeah, that's. Oh man, look at my hairiness. I'm so white. I need to get yes. that going. Oh man, I didn't kill the broadcast quick enough. It's getting cold in here too. <laughs> Hurry oh up. my gosh. No, now I'm going to make him suffer because I have control, so he has to continue <laughs> to be on screen. How do you feel about that, ladies? That's your man down in Texas. He's an available bachelor. He's 25 years old. Loves baseball. Passionate about his sports. 
that curly blonde hair and that and whispery if you don't, if pubic you don't hair like beard he's got. Whispery pubic hair. <laughs> Listen, I glued these on pretty pretty nicely, so <laughs> My chest hair is butt hair, though, so. <laughs> and I guess we'll let you guys go. I hope you guys have a great 4th of July. Be safe out there. Is it we'll convincing? We'll see you guys on Sunday or Monday. Um, well, we'll short think and we're too far away to know if it's really convincing. When you can grow a real beard like mine, let me know. I had a real beard. Had. Had. Past tense. Oh, my gosh. I'm blowing out the screen. You need to start doing some sit-ups, buddy. Listen, but I told you I'm going to You just to killed the, the one person who was watching live right there. They just hung up with me. <laughs> okay, let's leave this place now. <laughs> All right, man. You take care. Have a great night. I'll see you on Sunday. Bye.